If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Good evening and welcome to the Boxing Day edition of Newsnight. Tonight, big names to exit parliament as filing for MPP parliamentary primaries closes. Majority leader Oseche Mensa Bonsu, Deputy Speaker Joseph Oseowusu, Asin Central MP Kennedy Japan, and a number of other MPP stalwarts not returning to the House after 2024. Parliament and MP for Bekwai, Joseph Oseowusu, Majority Leader and MP for Swami, Oseche Mensa Bonsu, Emmanuel Mafo of the Oforikum constituency, alongside MP for Kwabri East, Francisca Oting Mensa, and Ahafano Southeast Member of Parliament, are not in the race for the upcoming elections. We have details, plus we speak to an analyst on what this attrition of experienced legislators will mean for Ghana's parliament. Also this evening, Fort Estate rejects claims that it ducted documents relating to its expose, the LMS revenue assurance deal with GRA and the finance ministry. We have details of a statement from the Fort Estate. Also tonight, Ghana Fire Service expresses concerns over the increasing number of prank calls made to the emergency lines. People call and it's very uncomfortable. People call and they'll be singing. Someone will call and tell you my wife's private party is on fire. Come and quench. Plus, we'll tell you why some shopping malls remain empty on Christmas Day. Also, an ending fun, family reunion and good music. The Christmas bliss is sweeping through the Brie Botanical Gardens as thousands of families gather for the Joy FM family party in the park. It's wonderful. Joy is doing great things here. We love Joy FM. We love Joy Sports. Everything is great. We are doing well. Everything is nice. In business... Analysts uh, cast doubts over recent tax bills that would help expand the scope for collections. And Shatawale, Delay, Kwame Eugene and a host of Ghanaian celebrities continue to throng the Akwaba village where Ifwa Santua is attempting to break the Guinness World Record for the longest singing time. Yeah, that's God's energy. I want to give her God's energy. I want her to feel like 
God is there and God is going to see her through. And that's why I touched her and I like the way she connected to me. And we have details shortly. My name is Faustina Safo. Thanks for choosing us. Now let's settle for details. Parliament is set to miss out on some big names from the new patriotic party after the eight parliament expires at the end of 2024. There's big shots, including Osei Chairman Sabonsu, Joseph Osei Wusu, Kennedy, Japon, and Jogate are all set to retire after spending decades in the House. More on their profiles shortly. But first, here's a wrap from the MPP stronghold, the Ashanti region, on the various persons who have filed to contest and the sitting MPs who have failed to file. The Ashanti region boasts as the region with the highest number of parliamentarians, with a new patriotic party holding the majority of these seats. 43 out of the 47 seats are on the ticket of the ruling NPP. But the first Deputy Speaker of Parliament and MP for Bekwai, Joseph Osei Wusu, Majority Leader and MP for Swami, Osei Chairman Sabonsu, Emmanuel Mafo of the Oforikum constituency, alongside MP for Kwabri East, Francisca Oti Mensa, and Ahafano Southeast Member of Parliament, are not in the race for the upcoming elections. With the parliamentary primaries in the often, a significant number of the incumbent legislators in the region are filing nominations to retain their seats. At the Old Tafu constituency, Vincent Ekowasifwa is contending Dr. Siawa Donko after the two locked horns in the 2020 primaries. Having contested twice in the parliamentary elections of the NPP, Vincent Frimpong Menu is making a third appearance for the Kwadasu seat. He is in a fierce contest with incumbent MP Kinsley Nyako. The Bantima constituency would see a tough competition between incumbent MP Francis Asenso Bwachi and Raphael Ejapong. In the Kwabri East constituency, five aspirants are contesting the seat after the incumbent MP Francisca Otimensa declared her intentions to opt out. Parliamentary Affairs correspondent Kweku Asante joins us in the studio with more Kweku. Which big names from Parliament have opted out of the race and what are their profiles? Well, at Faustina Samuel Atachina is the MP who replaced Nanadudan Kweku for the current president in 2009. He's been in the House for four terms and he is no longer going to go to Parliament after the 2024 election. Dan Boche is the MP for Cray. He is currently the Minister for Local Government. He's also been in the House since 2009. For four terms, he's also a big shot, a former General Secretary of the New Patriotic Party. He is also not re returning. And Maverick politician Kennedy Japan has been in parliament for six terms since 2000 and is also not returning after 2024. Or say Chairman perhaps one of the longest serving MPs, has been in the house for seven terms since 1997. He is also not returning. Joseph Osewusu went to parliament in 2009, has spent four terms in there. The deputy speaker currently, he says, it is time to retire. Then Jogati, a former attorney general under President Kufo, has also been in parliament for six terms since 2005. He is also not retaining. And then Francis Cortina, you know, quite surprising, the current Deputy Minister for Gender, Children and Social Protection, has been in Parliament for two terms, has decided to call in the, the decided to call in quits. And then Dr. Marfo, taking a very early shower, has been in Parliament. Only one term was elected to represent the NPP in 2020 and is no longer retaining.
Mm, interesting. Now, we know that there are other big names who want to get into parliament. Who are they? Yes, perhaps one of the biggest names is Charles Bissou, the former secretary of the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining. He's seeking to replace Jogati at the Sikadu Ketan constituency in the western region. We also have Hayford Sian, who is the CEO of the Ghana Library Authority. Yesterday, we did a story about how he claims he was frustrated in the in the in the um in some adrogy constituency where some constituency party executives were not there to receive his forms he had to go and file at the regional office in kuforidia then dr sewa Lewis carroll um she's not entirely a new face she tried to contest in 2020 lost to the incumbent mp4 uh, uh for tafo and and she's seeking to make a return and then rafael japan is the junior brother of kenny japan he's seeking to to go to parliament on the ticket of the new patriotic party and so the situation is there so that is the situation and we can now talk to um uh, dr rashid draman who is now on the phone lines with us uh interesting now dr rashid draman these are big names going out of parliament what would happen in terms of their wealth of experience and how how would this even affect parliamentary affairs moving forward yes Doc, you would have to position rightly for me. I'm finding it very difficult to hear you, and I'm sure my audience is as well. I want to find out from you briefly, how would the loss of these big names affect Parliament in terms of their wealth of experience? Oh, can you hear me? Loud and clear. Okay, so I was saying that the ninth Parliament is going to be one that will be denied the wealth of experience combined wealth of experience of these MPs who have decided to bow out um, is indeed a very disturbing development. Uh, I am very sure that most of these MPs, I mean, perhaps not all of them, but a majority of them, if they had their way, they would have stayed in Parliament. But there are a lot of push factors. And, uh, and for most of them, this did not start... Uh, only during these upcoming elections. I think we've seen a number of them struggle, if I could put it that way, uh, in several elections before. And I, I believe that most of them want to exit in a very honorable way. And that is why we are seeing uh, this, this, this development. Mm. For some names like Oseche Mensabonsu and Joseph Osewusu, do you sense it has anything to do with the race becoming the running mate to the MPP? Uh, perhaps, well, I mean, those are speculations, but at least if we base uh, our kind of observation on uh, what we know in the past, we know that most of them, uh, there's been a lot of struggle in their in their constituencies in elections past, and and I think uh, for me, you know, looking at looking at the situation, uh, I've had occasion to say many times that you know the two major parties have to find ways of I mean at least protecting certain seats because you see it's not anyone who can just get up and go to parliament. But right now, that's what we have in our country. Everybody wants to go to parliament. Meanwhile, today, the business of parliament, I think, is not for every soul. Uh, the 
world is becoming complex and the issues we are dealing with in our own country are becoming more and more complex. Uh, we need experienced hands. Uh, we don't have any school where people go uh, to learn how to become members of parliament. And so that's why, you know, it's important until we get to a point where, for instance, the major political parties have a mechanism where they groom uh, and prepare people to come and represent them. Uh, until we get to that point, I think they have to find ways to ensure that experienced members of parliament, you know, uh, are protected in one way or the other. Mm. Some argue that perhaps maybe these people are tired and so on. Um, an argument I don't, I don't buy because I've seen in the United States, for instance, a lot of congressmen, senators, sometimes they come to the house on wheelchairs. They are in their 80s. They have a lot of wealth of experience. And when they open their mouth, uh, their contribution is is is, uh, is very significant. Mm. But how about you the know? new crop of individuals seeking to come into parliament? We've heard of um, Hayford Siang, who currently heads the uh, library authority. This is also another concern that we need young people in parliament. Don't you agree? No, certainly. I mean, we need uh, young people in parliament. Uh, but at the same time, we also need experience. You know, uh, inclusion is key. I mean, not only young people, we need women. We need uh, people I mean, with disability. We need uh, all kinds of, uh, you know, um, groups of people in our society to be represented in parliament. But, you know, you can't take away the issue of experience. Because, look, I mean, as even you even have a PhD in economics, you go to parliament and they are dealing with the issues of environment. It takes experience to be able to get involved in, in a debate that is uh, not of your field. And so that is where, you know, the likes of Honorable Osei Chemem Sabonsu, the right Honorable Second Deputy Speaker, uh, Honorable Jogati, and so on. That is where, you know, their absence in Parliament would certainly affect you know, the effectiveness of our legislature uh, come January 2025. Mm, thank you very much. We have Dr. Rashid Draman joining us, Executive Director of Africa Center for Parliamentary Affairs. We're so grateful that you made time to join us. Now, let's move on to other stories. The Fort Estate is rejecting claims and doctor documents relating to its investigative work on the SML Revenue Assurance Deal with GRA and the Finance Ministry. The expose, which has generated intense controversy and public discussions, has led to Parliament directing the GRA to suspend payments to SML for 2024 until the Finance Committee of the House concludes investigations into the contract. Well, some pro-government media outlets and communicators have claimed that the Fort Estate doctored the duration of the contract from five to ten years. A claim the Fort Estate is denying. My colleague Kwekwa Sante is still with me. He has joined us with a copy of that statement from the Fort Estate. Kweku, what are the details? Well, this statement says since two of the parties to the contract, the GRA and SML, have stated in their rejoinder that the consolidated contract is for five years, we will work with the five years. We have accordingly provided an editor's note to the published articles and will stick to five years in our reporting going forward. 
We, however, reject any allegation that the documents we published were doctored. These are documents we received from multiple reliable sources for our use in the interest of the nation. The parties to the contract have not disputed the substance and concerns of the documents we shared, revealing the monumental amounts SML will be undeservedly entitled to under the expanded contract regardless of the duration. One thing is sure, the allegation of doctrine or altering any text of the documents are completely without basis. We will never do any such thing. A forensic examination of the disputed page we published will reveal that not, a, not even a single letter of the text has been tampered with. It is obvious that the focus of the duration contract is a red herring intended to draw away attention from the substance of the investigation which has shown that there is no justification to pay SML of $100 million a year as will be the case under the current expanded contract for mm. Thank you so much, Kwekwa Santi. Well, let's move on to other stories. The General Secretary of the Christian Council, Reverend Cyril Fiosi, says he is disappointed with Parliament that they could not pass the anti-gay bill before rising for Christmas, despite assurances from the Speaker. Reverend Dr. Fiosi says he supports any decision to review... Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC the bill to ensure it does not infringe on the rights of other groups of people but he says he's hopeful the bill will be passed in 2024 um i am disappointed as well i wish it would have been passed by now but i think uh, parliament is going through all the necessary processes dotting all the i's and crossing the t's and that is a necessary uh, evil that they have to go through so that we have the best of bills the bill, as it was presented, had uh, been changed drastically to a very large extent. A lot of things have been taken out, things have been added, some things have been uh, redefined, and so on and so forth. And I think all those processes are in, in, good, in good taste. We need those things to have a very solid bill. We don't want the bill to be thrown off board by human rights experts that it flouts people's human rights because that's not the intention of the bill. The bill is not intended to infringe on the rights of people. The, the, the bill is intended to promote, if you like, proper family values. Meanwhile, Chairman of the Peace Council, Dr. Enes Idujemfi, says the passage of the bill will resolve a number of issues wearing its head in the country. He spoke on the probe with MFR Powell. Well, from the angle of the Peace Council, we do not have a position because, as we've already said, we are mediators and okay. we hope that if an issue comes up, we, we will be resolving it. So the council has no position. Okay. But the reality is that some members of the council 
belong to some of these bodies that have raised opposition. I am on the council on the basis of the Christian council. And therefore, even though the council has no position, I will associate myself with the Christian council. Mm -hmm. And the same thing will apply to the other uh, Christian organizations that are there. The three Muslim organizations that are there have also raised their voices outside, even though the council has no position, as well as the traditional worshippers. I mean, so generally, the feeling is that uh, we have a challenge on our hands. And I think that the passage of that bill probably will resolve one problem or the other. But when it comes to the Peace Council, we don't take a position on some of these matters. Here, Chairman of the Peace Council, Dr. Enes Idujemfi, the Ghana National Fire Service has expressed concerns over the increasing number of prank calls made to the emergency lines. From December 2018 to January 2019 alone, the service received over 297,000 prank calls. That figure has more than doubled in 2023. Assistant Divisional Officer ADO1 at the Public Relations Department of the Service, Alex Kingnate, says they have so far received more than 600,000 prank calls this year. This year, we recorded well over 600,000. That's calls. really bad. Be really if people bad. just give you calls. In right. this, you see, and if I tell you some of the silly things they say, you'll yeah. be surprised. People call in, and as much as, excuse me to say, yeah. some people even masturbate on our call lines. Oh. That's, that's, that's the truth. People call, and then when they hear the female, um, the female call reps, when they hear their voice, then, excuse me to say, you hear them jacking up. Those are, those are proposals. And this is not um, a story you're making. This, uh, this is not a story I'm making. Right. People call, and then people call, and it's very uncomfortable. People call and they'll be singing. Someone will call and tell you my wife's private party is on fire. I come and quench it. You see, so and you realize that the more and parents also who leave their children with their phone with phones, the children call and they just insult some of our, our people. You see, when you do that, you are on the line and then you are holding the line. It's just like your mobile phone. Yeah. Until someone gets off the line, you can't pick another, another call. call right. So when there's someone there wasting time or playing prank with us, then the possibility yeah, of denying another exactly. person. Yeah. That's why someone would say, "I've called, that you're not picking. Not that you're not picking." But because instead of being each other's keeper, we look on unconcerned mm. as people continue to perpetrate all kinds of silly things. You had Alex King Nante, he's Assistant Divisional Officer ADO1 at the Public Relations Department of the Fire Service. It's time now for business. George Riafi joins me. George, quite a worrying sound, isn't it? Interesting and interesting. These things have never stopped. We used to hear these stories sometimes about 10 years ago or 20 years ago. It appears the same people haven't changed. and. Uh, Maybe something has to be done. It's yeah, interesting. probably some sort I mean, of psychological evaluation. <laughs> masturbating on her phone. <laughs> serious. You know, and your wife's private part is on fire. It's, 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 it's interesting. I think that as well as you laugh about these things, they are very serious issue. And these prank things, it's not just about a Ghana situation. Mm. I mean, you monitor stories in other countries, and it's a similar challenge where even worse things are done on the lines. Mm. You know, ambulance and all the rest. We're hoping things change. Okay. Well, coming up in business, the analysts that cast out over recent tax bills will help in expanding scope for collections and also pensions regulator NPR links strong growth in pension sector contributions to expansion of the economy. The Business News and Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Let's now settle for the details. 
tax analyst Francis Timo Boy doesn't think that the recent tax laws passed by Parliament will help widen the tax net. Parliament passed the five new tax bills and amended portions of the existing laws. The government is hoping to raise over five billion Ghana cities from these tax. But Mr. Boy has indicated that these taxes are targeting the same people that were in the past paying this similar tax. When we talk about widening the tax net, we're mainly looking at strategies of a government increasing the number of taxpayers, whether individuals or businesses, uh, to a particular tax type. Mm. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you are increasing the tax rates. So when you bring a new tax and we notice that you are not adding new people to it. So let's look at what has been passed, the VAT, for example. So clearly, if you are imposing tax on people who already take up insurance, you wouldn't consider this as widening the tax net. Tax analyst uh, Francis Timor Boy. Now, National Pensions Regulatory Authority, the NPR, is linking the strong growth in private sector SNED contributions to the expansion of the economy. It's coming after a new Bank of Ghana data showed that private business contributions to SNED have reached 345 million Ghana cities ending September this year. This is the first time in two years that this has reached this level. Ifuda Takrofi is the chief executive of the National Pensions Regulatory Authority. What SNIT has done, which is wonderful, is the fact that now they have a table at the office of the registrar of companies. So that as soon as a new company is registered, then they are automatically enrolled onto pensions. And that is, has been one of the wonderful stories. That's the reason why the private sector has been growing. No government employment. But it is a private sector that sometimes can be a little bit difficult to reach. So by linking up with the office of the registrar of companies, we're now able in real time to know which companies are now coming on board, who they are employing, and how we can enroll them on to. Hifuda Takofi is the chief executive of the National Pensions Regulatory Authority. The government says it is receiving more applications from some international airlines wanting to fly directly from different countries to the Kumasi airport. It follows report that government is making some significant progress on opening up the facility for international travels. Aslan Tambuli is deputy minister for transport. Well, we've received requests at the ministry from an airline that wants to fly directly um, to Kumasi from abroad. Now, we're not in a position to disclose that yet because we are still evaluating the possibility of, of you know, granting that, 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 that um, permission. But there is a request. That is one. And I'm told that there are other airlines that want to also consider flying directly to Kumasi. Do you in part to the fact that they have checked and they have realized that some of the Palestinians yes, ultimately end up in Kumasi. So instead of going to Accra, they might want to fly them directly to Kumasi. It's all market-driven. Deputy Minister for Transport, Al-Hassan Tampoli. And that's all uh, for the Boxing Day edition of Business on Newsnight. Back to you, Fosti.
Thank you, George. Now let's move on and do other stories. We head to Northeast region where authorities at Tripani District in that region say they are mobilizing volunteers to take over the provision of public services in the Wenchike and Dangbo communities. This is after renewed chieftaincy clashes last month forced many professional public sector workers to flee. Schools and health centers have remained closed. My colleague Ilya Sutanku has more in the following report. More than a month after violent chieftaincy conflict broke out between two unlawful tribal factions, the Jabus and Fombrons here in Wenchiki, socio-economic activities are still far from being restored. Schools and health facilities remain closed, farmlands abandoned, and many other public services still unavailable. At least seven people were killed and over 20 houses set ablaze including houses that were rented out to and occupied by teachers, nurses and other government workers. Following the attack, all public sector workers then fled the community and vowed never to return. The rooms for teachers who are not natives, people who are from the south, we have burned them, including their properties. Naturally, you don't expect these people to be happy. So I'm not surprised that they have actually deserted the place. Regional Minister Yadana Zakaria says they are currently looking for individuals with a minimum qualification of a diploma to help man some of the offices, especially schools. So if we have a community where due to communal violence, teachers, nurses have all run away, leaving school children alone, and as a result, the schools have closed down, that should come to every Ghanaian as a piece of sad news. So we are trying to mobilize the local people who have had at least minimum education of a diploma to the degree level so that when we mobilize them, they will take charge of the schools until such time that we restore calm. For now, I cannot speak to the numbers, but we are still trying to reach out to people. So I can't put a finger on the numbers, mm. but I think by the 4th of January, we should have been able to get some of the local people who would want to volunteer to teach. Well, let's talk about the Joy FM family party in the pack. Mini clinics, family reunions, good music, and the Christmas bliss is still sweeping through the Brie Gardens as Kwampa Band got the crowd singing renditions of hit gospel songs. Kwamna Kwamna took it a notch higher when he mounted the stage with the crowd singing along to his popular song, As So Well. Max Alagbaba is there for us and our reports. Hundreds of families have gathered here at the Botanical Gardens, having a good time, a lot of food to eat, a lot of food to drink. Later, I'll be taking you to um, the daddy's corner. I'll tell you more about the daddy's corner later. But this is, this dancing is spontaneous. Come, come on, you know, leading that. Okay. Hello, mommy. Hello. What's your name, mommy? My name is Agnes Omari. Agnes Omari, tell me, are you having fun here? Yes, I'm having fun. Very fun. Yes, yes. You came here with your family? Yes, I came with my family. Nice. So what are you enjoying? Is it the Kwampa band? Oh, you took part in the dancing? I'm the Kwampa band. Kwampa band. Yes, yes, yes. I'm very enjoying. And then Kezia Omari, Irene Omari, they are all here. We are having very fun here. Uh, so we are in- Hi, I'm Rambo. Hi, sir. What's your name? I'm Opoko to William, a pastor. You're a pastor? Yes, sir. Tell me, uh, what is it like for you here? It's wonderful. Joy is doing great things here. Yeah. We love Joy FM. We love Joy Sports. 
Everything, everything is great. Yeah. We are doing well. Everything is nice. Yeah. You are the first stage, right? This is the no, second stage. I, I just came here. Oh, you just came here? Yes. Oh, you came here with my family, yes. They are down there. Okay. Well, it's, it's a lot of fun here at a family party in the park. Look at that. So this lady just grabbed the microphone from Gary Houseway and she's leading the singing. Pampa Band now has to take a back seat to watch her lead the singing. Yeah. It's a lot of thanks and praises. A lot of thanksgiving. A lot of praises. Well, Maxwell Agbagba is still at Ibri Gardens. He joins us now with more. Maxwell, I'm told the biggest problem you're facing right now is getting people to go home. What time are they going home? Well, I've lost some boys from all the excitement at Ibri Gardens. Uh, the children who came with your parents were stalled for choice with different games, down to castles. There was a long queue of children who met the joy Santa Claus who gave them gifts. There was a treasure hunt with papers loaded with amazing prizes. Now I was at the daddy's corner uh, where I enjoyed some pork. There was beer and drinks, but I restricted myself to just pork, you know. Uh, I witnessed the best live band session I've ever seen in my entire life. Kwampa band, the Lipstick Girls made up. Kwapna Kwapna is here. They chewed the crowd with some good music we had. Singing along uh, while they were on stage. DJ Ugate is now taking out some good news. Uh, so, like you said, the band is unending, it is non stop. Families are still seated here. They don't want to leave because the band is not ending. Interesting. Interesting. I'm hoping you can get yourself at least a bottle of wine to wind down because you've been there since morning having fun. Well, that's it for the news night. For more news, please log on to myjoanline.com. My name is Faustina. Suffer for more news. Myjoanline.com is the place to be. Every single one of you. To Ebre Gardens, where there are a lot of sights and sounds happening, just to give you a feel of what you're missing. So much. We hope that you had fun. Did you have fun? Did you have fun? That's right. I can hear some notes, but it means you want more. So what we are going to do is that 26th of December 2024, God willing, all of us are going to come back here. Is that a deal? Is that a deal? Right. So thank you all so much for coming. And please continue to listen to Joy 99.7 FM. Make sure you are following us on our social media platforms, Joy 997 FM. Go on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everywhere, and follow us for more content. Thanks to all of you, to all our partners, to all our engineers, to everyone. Okay, thank you so much for coming. And please drive safe. We hope that each and every one of you gets home safely. We'll see you next year. Thank you very, very much, and have a good night. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.